Welcome to the Intuitive Hour with psychic medium, author, and intuitive life coach, Michelle Beltran. The Intuitive Hour will empower you to learn how to magnify your intuitive voice. Listen in and expand your understanding of what it means to be psychic and how to awaken, amplify, and trust your inner voice. Just in case you didn't know, studies show that anxiety disorders are the most common mental health concern in the United States. Welcome everyone, this is the Intuitive Hour and today we're talking about healing and what to expect after an energy healing in particular. All right, so with so many people struggling with anxiety, as I've mentioned here, finding ways to manage our minds is extremely critical. Mediumship, it turns out, is one of the many ways we can find relief in natural healing. Through the benefits of energy healing in particular, we can find ways to encourage our minds and bodies to overtake Difficult concepts, tough times in life, help us navigate through life and what it brings us. But how does energy healing work, and how can you steer your psychic development toward it? Well, let's talk about that. If you're curious about energy healing, we'll talk today about guidance surrounding this. To start, it's important to note that there are currently no scientific studies that focus on energy healing. However, energy healing is a long-standing tradition and a technique through countless cultures around the globe. It comes in dozens of different modes, from sound healing to crystal healing. I highly recommend the Institute of Noetic Science. Here you'll find a lengthy list of resources and information regarding sound healing, crystal healing, energy healing, and the like. All right, so how does energy healing work? There are actually many misconceptions about how healing works whether it's a healing in person or a distant healing. Essentially, though, a healing uses positive energy, just like Reiki, to support you in your healing process emotionally, physically, or otherwise. Energy healing can be transmitted in three ways. Emotion, intention, and thought. The perception that everything, including space and time, is fixed and only moves forward keeps many people stuck in their physical world and then unable to manifest positive changes. When people are grounded in a limited physical existence, they go about their lives without making any significant changes. Shamans and energy workers and healers all believe that this is an illusion. If that's the case, 
the concept that people always have to be stuck in circumstances they feel they can't change is also an illusion. Matter is made up of energy and atoms. Harnessing energy is vital. When a person has an energy or psychic block, all of the body's energy centers aren't aligned. This misalignment can cause energy blockages. So, in the healing space, the person you're receiving a healing from holds an intention to clear energy, to release blocks. The emotion, the intention, the thought of that person offering the healing literally does move energy within your body and your chakras. So, in summary, energy healing aims to encourage the flow of energy through your body. By doing so, you can align with powerful spiritual energies and keep yourself in proper health, mentally, physically, and emotionally. All right, let's talk about types of energy healing. With so many different modes of this unique spiritual art and practice, we want to make sure we understand each one and what it's offering us and how it helps us. Here are a few of the most common, and we start with healing touch. This is a common physical therapy in relation to energy healing. For this method, the person you're receiving the healing from uses their body, their hands, to help coax energy through your body as you receive the healing. Most often, this type of healing will involve light massaging or running fingers across your limbs. There's a literal healing touch, and it focuses on the heart, head, and arms. Some journals, scientific journals, have found links between methods of healing touch and better health. Primarily, this particular healing and its power comes from encouraging blood flow and promoting healthy circulation in your body. If you're feeling stiff muscles, then you're going to find great relief from this method of healing we call healing touch. Moving on, some of you may have had a Reiki session. This is also a form of healing. Reiki has some similarities to healing touch, but it's less focused on physical contact. While indeed some physical contact is involved in a Reiki session, it's less directly necessary. Some Reiki healers have had success healing without physical contact at all. Everyone will be unique and different in their process. A Reiki healer, though, uses their hands to channel energy to and from your body as you receive the healing. Through this method, you're going to see an improvement in balance of energy. That means chakras and auras feel aligned and balanced. Sometimes you'll feel that, sometimes you'll not. The work, however, is focused on the energy centers of the body, chakras and auras. All right, Qigong and yoga. 
This is a popular practice. It comes from ancient traditional Chinese methods. Similar to meditation, Qigong includes breathing exercises and simple movements. These movements help to optimize energy and maintain overall health. Similar to Qigong in some respects is this practice of yoga. And so while yoga may have a more intense physicality, there are many simple meditative stances and steps. You'll want to consider which of these is best for you and attempt both to see which provides more of a natural healing. Reflexology and acupuncture. Acupuncture is a popular Eastern method. Many of you have probably experienced some element of this, which includes inserting thin needles into pressure points in your body. These are often placed on a person's face, shoulders, back, wherever the energy needs to move or feels blocked. The person offering this healing through acupuncture can then channel energy through or out of these focal points, these energy centers in your physical body. Reflexology in turn applies pressure to a person's feet in particular, somewhat similar to acupuncture, but more focused on the feet, which helps to balance the body's energy and promotes healing through the entire body. All right, let's talk a little bit about post-healing benefits, what you can expect from a healing. This technique of healing has become so popular worldwide for its array of benefits, but let's just talk about a few here today. First and foremost, ease of anxiety. Who hasn't felt anxiety in this day and age? There's so much of it around us. Anxiety, as I've mentioned previously, is a very common mental strain. Energy healing, though, can ease this. It can dismiss it. Some beliefs say that anxiety is caused in part by stagnant or unbalanced energies. So through an energy healing, you'll find rebalance of your energy field It's far from uncommon for a patient to experience an emotional release, meaning on the heels of a healing, you may notice bouts of crying, you may notice bouts of laughter. Various emotional responses will release as that anxiety moves away. After the release, positive energy blossoms and grows There's room for it now, with the anxiety gone. Lowering of stress. Yet another way to ease anxiety. Energy healing can help to remove stress in the same manner that it relieves anxiety. That said, it's important to note that energy healing cannot help if you won't allow it to. Some forms of stress are self-inflicted and can impede healing energies, so be mindful of this. It's ever so important to look at what is causing your stress and your anxiety. If it's within your power, then minimize it. 
Minimize the exposure to the sources that create this. Remove toxic people. Remove toxic places or situations. Set boundaries. Create your tomorrow. Once the negative energy has stopped flowing in, positive energy can now more easily heal your body and spirit. All right, so a few words on side effects. There could be some in an energy healing. Thankfully, negative side effects are very, very rare. Most often, you'll come away feeling a sense of ease and relief. You may, though, notice tingling sensations temporarily. This is one very common physical symptom and nothing to be alarmed about. It's very normal. I call it the sensation of a leftover tingle. Some find that this isn't a negative side effect at all. They just notice it and they find it relaxing and refreshing. It could happen. If you feel tingling, it's okay. It's just a side effect. Next, lower energy. You might notice a lower type of mood or energy feeling momentarily as well. This is just energy moving in your body, moving outward. And energy healing can leave the body feeling drained. So you might find you're tired, a little bit of a lower energy. Not to worry. Your body just needs a moment to restore your energy after channeling so much spiritual goodness throughout your body. Allow that to happen. Don't rush this process. And just let your body release and absorb the positive effects of the healing. All right, everyone. Energy healing, one of the most powerful tools in psychic and mediumship development and learning. When you focus on your psychic development, spending time highlighting energy healing in particular is going to help you strengthen your spiritual understanding, connect intuitively, not only with yourself, but others as well. All right, everyone, we will call that an episode. I look forward to meeting with you all next week. As always, for any questions or comments, please reach out at mbeltran at michellebeltran.com. If you enjoyed this episode of The Intuitive Hour, please consider following, rating, and reviewing the podcast at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You're welcome to access Michelle's free controlled remote viewing exercise that will empower you to uncover answers to your burning questions about lost objects, events, or people in the past, present, or future. Visit michellebeltran.com to access this free offering and rediscover what was once lost.